0: Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Loki! Now, how are you now? Well, my um, guess, you know, if you're a Habs fan, uh, probably not doing super great at the moment. The Montreal Canadiens lose 5-1 in Game 1 of the Stanley Cup Final. Uh, first time they get there since 1993, and the at least the very beginning of this series is completely anticlimactic. If you're a Habs fan, uh, they dropped that one. Uh, weren't really in it whatsoever settle down snoop settle down that's my dog um you probably hear him ticking around over there he's running around with his toy um i'm probably gonna keep this one pretty short uh this is probably gonna be a true bottom six minutes lasting about as long as your typical bottom six players time on ice welcome to episode 18 of the Bottom 6 Minutes podcast presented by Habs, Eyes on the Prize. I am Matt Drake, and I am not too happy about what I just saw. Um, Games started out well enough, right? First five minutes are relatively even, and the Habs look like you know they, they belong there, like they deserve to be there, and they obviously do. They've overcome ridiculous odds just to get to where they're at, and they look like they actually belong there. Um, sure as God's got sandals. You know, about six minutes in, uh, puck goes into the half zone, throws it into the middle, and uh, Chernak tips it on net. Uh, honestly, a little bit lucky. Thing goes up high, gets over Carey price. Bam, it's 1 nothing. Houston, we have a problem. The Tampa Bay Lightning have a lead, and this is a highly gifted offensive team. Uh, you're going to need to put some pucks past a highly gifted goaltender in Andre Vasilevsky in order to even this thing up. First period ends, and yeah, it's still 1-0, so not so bad. I mean, could have been a lot worse. Uh, the Lightning seemed to kind of take over the game a little bit after the Chernak goal, and, you know, it, it just didn't look good. Started to look a little bit better in the second period. It did. I mean, uh, definitely the Habs started getting back into it. They're, they're getting some shots on goal. Uh, But, again, just under six minutes into the period, Yanni Gord gets in on the action. Uh, I think it was his sixth of the playoff or something they said. uh, Puts them up 2-0. Now we really have a problem, right? Tampa Bay with a two-goal lead. Vasilevsky's looking good. Uh, Doesn't look like the Habs have a whole lot for him in this game. However, maybe... 10 minutes later, 12 minutes later, something like that, Ben Chirot with a point shot. Double deflection off two different Tampa Bay players to go in. Originally, they credited this goal uh, to Josh Anderson, but he was nowhere near touching that thing. It went off two different Lightning players, bounced into the net, and it felt like that was precisely what the Montreal Canadiens needed. Because Vasilevsky was looking good, they they needed something to kind of shake him up uh, to get back into the game, and Ben Chirot gives it to him. Just like that, 2-1. to And these Habs, like they've done so many times in these playoffs, look like they might just be able to steal a game that they kind of don't necessarily have any business being in. They're getting outplayed. Uh, They're getting goalied a little bit. Price isn't able to save them because the two that went in at that point, uh, you know, nothing he could really do about them. He did everything he could. He was making a few key saves as well. So it really could have been worse than it was. Then we go into the third period. And if, if you watch those first two periods and you didn't know what the score was and you just saw most of the play and the flow, you'd think you know the Habs are pretty lucky to be going into the third period down one. This is a pretty good situation for them. This is exactly the kind of situation that these Montreal Canadiens, usually in these playoffs, have tended to, to win that game. Again, unfortunately, like a couple of minutes into the period, puck goes into the hab zone, gets thrown towards the net. Ben Chirot tries to glove it down, ends up knocking it into his own net. It gets credited to Nikita Kucherov, and just like that, Lightning have their two-goal lead back. We're right back to square one got to get two goals just to tie this thing up and Vasilevsky again still does not look like he's given you anything even Shea Weber got a breakaway at one point in this game and uh, and Vasilevsky stopped him unfortunately it was Shea Weber of course Uh, not exactly a breakaway specialist but the point being Vasilevsky Vasilevsky was, uh, was playing very well and didn't look like the Habs really had anything for him still and they didn't Kucherov scored again, making it four to one. And not too long after that, well, I don't know, close to the end of the game, pretty much. Uh, Stamkos scored a power play goal to make it five one, and that's how it ended. The Habs actually got the better of the, you know, the shot attempts and everything during the third period, but it, it didn't matter. You know, they they got scored on three times, and even if they didn't get scored on three times, they went into that period at a deficit so they needed to be considerably better than they were if they wanted to win that game and uh, i'm not sure what else to say about it it was you know it was a fart in the wind at best not the type of effort that you're hoping to see in game one but i will say this in the other two series that they've played in these playoffs against ostensibly far superior offensive opponents in the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Vegas Golden Knights, they got killed in a couple games against both of those teams. Against both of them. So, that being said, I'm not that concerned yet. I don't think you need to be that concerned until they lose a game on home ice. Because... One of the keys to that game for the Tampa Bay Lightning was the Braden Point line. And they just destroyed Nick Suzuki's line on the night. Um, The Habs are going to have to figure out how to manage a better matchup against that Braden Point line. Uh, Because when he was out there against Philippe Dano, he did absolutely nothing. He had zero shot attempts. Zero percent of the shot attempts, they didn't do anything against Philippe Dano. But credit to John Cooper, he figured out uh, pretty quick that that was not the matchup he wanted, and he got the matchup he wanted time and time again, and it worked. Braden Point finished with three assists on the night. If that doesn't happen, maybe it's a different game. Maybe. So I think priority number one for the Montreal Canadiens is figure out some better matchups for, for Braden Point. I don't think you're necessarily going to get the one that you want every time on their ice, but you you have to figure out a way to... More often than not, get the matchup that you want. I mean, because you can't allow that to happen again in game two, for sure. Other than that, uh, <sighs> not a good game. Not a lot for me to say. Um, I will touch real quick on what happened to Brendan Gallagher and the officiating. Um, the, the officiating wasn't too bad in the game overall. But Brendan Gallagher got mauled by Mikhail Sergachev late in the third thrown to the ice, got his head slammed into the ice, he's bleeding all over the place, and they called two minutes. Two minutes. That should have been at least a double minor, and probably it should have been a five-minute major. To be fair, it would not have changed the outcome of the game, so I'm not going to sit here and say that the refs took this one from the Habs, because they didn't, but... What they've done by calling that two minutes instead of a four or a five, which it should have been, is send a message that that is only a deuce in this series. Is that a message that you really want being sent? I mean, do you really want anybody thinking that you can do that and skate on two minutes? I don't think so. Gary Bettman was out there in the media saying that he thinks that the (laughs) NHL has the, the best officials in, uh, in professional sports. <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing. Uh, yeah, sure, Gary. You have about the best officials in pro sports uh, if you're comparing only to the replacement refs that happened in the NFL and general NBA officiating, like, specifically the time when they had that guy that was betting on games and f- trying to rig games with the mafia. Uh, <laughs> I mean... You do not have the best officiating in pro sports. You, you do not. And the fact that you could even go out and say that is laughable. Um, and that's a perfect example right there. That, like, that's a five-minute penalty. You want to get things under control. Yeah, I don't think it's suspendable, but for sure you want to send a message that that's not going to be tolerated. Or maybe you want things to get violent. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they do. But the fact that they were okay, uh, giving that only a do, suggests to me that they're perfectly fine with some violence coming out of it because it might happen. We'll find out in Game 2 anyways. Um, Other than that, uh, Jake Evans gets back into the lineup, uh, slots into Yoel Armia's spot uh, because Yoel Armia was late getting to Tampa. I think that was the main reason why they went with Jake Evans. Uh, That went okay. I mean, Jake Evans, he looked good. But I think they're going to try to put armia back out there because the chemistry that he had with perry and Stahl uh, in you know the entire playoffs so far has been great i think they're going to look to to put that back together and see if it can provide some kind of a spark for them they definitely need a spark because i mean the ideal scenario i've been i've been saying this throughout the playoffs i think i said it in the vegas game uh, in the vegas series i think i said it in the toronto series You know, getting out of their barn with a 1-1 series and bringing it back to Montreal is the ideal situation. Obviously, the, you know, otherworldly ideal situation is win both of them and sweep the series. But let's face it, against Tampa, that was never going to happen. I think the best case scenario for this team is take one of the games in Tampa. Well, now you only have one left. So they're going to have to figure out how to spark themselves and win that game, it's going to be huge for this series if they can take that. And I think we're going to see a different team in Game 2. Now they've gotten a bit of a taste for what the Lightning are bringing. Uh, They've gotten a taste for what the Lightning can do to you if you don't have the right matchups and if you're turning pucks over. So I think we're going to see a very different game out of the Canadians. I think we'll see a more disciplined game uh, in terms of their puck management. I think we'll see a more disciplined game in terms of their matchups. And uh, you know, I, I just I feel that we're going to see a much better game out of them. So I wish that everybody would stop with all the doom and gloom on Twitter. Uh, you know, this series is not even close to over, and this team has given you enough reason to believe in them. Just believe a little bit longer. Believe until there's no more reason to believe. And the only time that's gonna happen is the moment that this series ends, Which we hope is not going to be for a little while longer. We need this series to last as long as possible because the Habs were never going to win it in four or five. It was always going to be a six or seven game series if they were going to win. So let's face it, what they need right now is to focus on trying to take one game in Tampa. Take one in Tampa. There will be three games in Montreal where they get to control the matchups with last change. And that'll make it all the more easier for them to deal with that Braden Point line that seems like an impossible task to deal with. That's that's it for me. did this whole thing in one take. I don't even think I'm going to edit it. I think we'll just leave it as it is. I didn't swear, so we're good. I don't have to mark it explicit. Um, we're running at what? Oh, well, you know what? I went... Over the time that I was going to go for, anyways. We're uh, over 14 minutes. So, grosse soiree pour de soutien. We are on Spotify, um, Apple, Google Play, Megaphone. I'm on Twitter at DrakeMT. I'm also on City News before every game at 6 o'clock. City News Montreal uh, at 6 o'clock and also at 11 o'clock, usually after the games as well. Um, depending on the crowds, obviously. I'm not trying to get tear-gassed again, so I'm going to stay away from that. But if there's no tear gas, you can catch me at 6 and at 11 on City News Montreal. Uh, Check it out. Or don't. Completely up to you. At the end of the day, all we want is the Montreal Canadiens to win one game in Tampa and bring this thing home and try to win the Stanley Cup. For the first time since 1993, please do it. Thank you for listening, and as always, uh, we will see you for the next game on Wednesday. So alav shem.